Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Sunday Perspective Podcast. My name is Dragonfire. With me, as always, I have Telly. Hello, everyone. Telly the Builder here. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. And, well, Punky isn't here today. But that's okay. Yeah. Fortunately, she's not feeling too well today, if anyone's wondering. Yeah. But, but, we got a real special one for y'all tonight. We've got Sage. Hi, Sage. Hello. How you doing? Unmute. You're muted. You're muted. Are you muted? You're muted. Hey. There you go. I don't know these technology, but hey! <laughs> all good, all good. Hello, King's Joe. Hello, Zebes. Zebes? I don't know how to pronounce that. How y'all doing? Welcome in, welcome in. Um, so this is, what? Season 4, episode 2, right? 3. 3, episode 3 already. Um, wait, wait, no. 2. Yeah, two. Two. Se- right. Season four, episode two. That's crazy. Uh, tech issues to start. I blame Dragon. What you mean? <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, it wouldn't be live content if there was at least there wasn't at least one tech issue. To be honest. Right. Let's be perfectly honest here. All right. So, without further ado, Sage, how you doing? How you feeling? Feeling good. 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 <laughs> All right, so who wants to go first? Should I go first, or would you like to go first? Um, I can go first. Um, so yeah, basically, like um, we might have told you before, so like we're gonna kind of like ask you some questions, like interview style, and also like talk about like just a topic too, like if something comes up from any questions. So like we do have some questions, like we can ask you here to get it uh, started. So I can go first here. Yeah. So before you start, I do want to say though. We are trying something new with this with this episode here. Um, normally, it is um, the question answer uh, type interview type style, and we wanted to kind of stray away from that a little bit to for to to generate a more organic conversation and plus just kind of stay closer to our yeah. mission mission statement here. So today is going to be more like hybrid style, where it's not just going to be where we're not only going to be learning about sage today we're also going to be kind of um, posing some like lifestyle questions yeah um to you guys as well to the chat and and you guys can ask questions as well and you can answer questions as well uh, and we'll do all the same but yeah go ahead telly all right so um I'm not going in. I don't think I'm going to go in any order here because, so, like, um, a couple of these questions I came up with aren't, aren't in order, so I'll save for the end. But this one, I feel like, is a good one to start. Um, how did you come up with the name of your channel, Sage Skyhaven? That was actually a username I came up with when I started playing um, Guild Wars. Okay. It was, it, was a, it was a name I just I was like, let me just think of something real quick, you know, when you 
you start off in you know, elementary or middle school, you're like, I need to come up with a really, really cool name <laughs> that sounds oh, yeah. cool. Yep. Fantasy element. And I don't know, I just put like words together. I thought Sky was always a cool name. Yeah. Then like Haven and just yeah. yeah. So it just kind of fell together. But it, that was my been my name, my username since I the days of Guild Wars, the very first nice. one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. Kind of the same way with you, Dragon. You kind of came up with your name because like kind of the same, almost the way similar, right? Yeah. So so my name. Because, well, well, I picked my name because I like dragons. I like the mythical creature dragon. And and I want to just pick Dragonfire for my... So so this is all the way from Steam, like, like 2013, 2012, maybe even earlier than that, actually. Um, so, so I wanted to pick Dragonfire, but it wasn't available. So my current username... Um, actually, actually, not even Twitch username. My, uh, the username that popped up was Dragonfire twenty two eighty, and I just applied, added extra more extra numbers to it, and now here we are. Yeah. To Dragonfire three zero two two eight zero. It's like the longest freaking name ever. <laughs> <laughs> Telly, talk about you. Okay. Um. So for my name, well. I kind of go by Telly now, which is short for Telidris, because like, I don't know, it's kind of an old, this is kind of an old story. So like a long time ago, in like, you know, the year Dragon's talking about, like 2012, 2013, year, years, maybe even um, way before that, like when me and Dragon were friends in high school and, and other people in our friend group, like um, had names for each other. Like one name they had for me was uh, Telidro. And um, one day I just kind of came with like, came up with like uh, Telidris one day, I guess is like, it's like a more of a proper way of like, the name Telidro. I guess Telidro is short for Telidris, really. And then I took the name Telidris for a um, Twitch name because I was just thinking of something to do as like a good nickname. So like I thought, how would I do that? So I, um, I, I took uh, Telidris and then 22 at the end of my name, I did that because 22 was the year I um, started doing Twitch. So, well, my, my age, 22, was when I started doing Twitch. Um, and yeah, and it's kind of just became Telly because like it's just a good little nickname because like it's easier to say than just Telidra. Some people don't know how to say that. Yeah. Um, like sometimes like some people just don't say it right. I mean that's okay with me if they don't. I understand it. But like people just call me Telly for short. If I'm ever in a stream or something like that, and they just say, "Oh, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. I can't really uh, say it. Is it okay? I'll just say like you can just call me Telly. So like yeah. it's just kind of a almost like a universal nickname. People call me it all the time and stuff now. Yeah. 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 We all we all have some interesting uh, stories uh, regarding our um, usernames here. If you guys in chat want to share any um, any of your usernames, that would be fantastic. Yeah, all right, for sure. So here we go. So, how did you get into streaming? And I'm gonna kind of so I'm gonna kind of uh, compound two questions together. Um, so, how did you get into streaming, and what was your first stream like? Well, my, I got into it because I was doing a lot of film at the time and I actually had met somebody that was part of like a mi Minecraft modding community and we, we were friends. He actually lived in the next state over. So we would always, you know, visit and he was doing a stream one day and he's like, Hey, you want to get in the chair and play? And, it, and actually it was Outlast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I was, at that time, I was not into horror games at all. He was like, yeah, play it, play play some Outlast. I'm like, 
I, I didn't even know what the game was about. I was like, sure, I'll play it. And, and that's where <laughs> imagine, imagine finding out that way that Outlast is a horror game. You're just like, oh, no. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. He's like, well, this is a new game. And it was like 2015. So it had just come out. And I was like, okay. So I was just playing it. The jump scares, like... I, I recently started Outlast again. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of I did like a subathon for it. That was the only time I played it since 2015 because I won't go anywhere near that game. Ooh, no, yeah. Yeah. I had such a bad jump scare in that game. Ten minutes and I was done. But that was that. And then Life is Strange. Those were my my two first. Life is Strange is an amazing game. Fantastic yeah. game. Very, very. The story is really good. It's very thought provoking. Yeah. Um, it's it's really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. No horror games. Uh, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, fam. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you would you would you would have to really really like. Uh, you would have to like redeem like ten hundred thousand channel. Whoa! Ooh! Wow! Okay. Whoa. Thank you so much for the whoa. Oh, it's not done yet. <laughs> whoa! One thing you should know about me: uh, stuff like that breaks me sometimes. So yeah. And what it uh, means by breaking is crying emotionally, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> Thank you for the 74 and the 24, 71 and the 21, 24 numbers. Thank you for the biddies. Thank you for the biddy, biddy, biddies. All right. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, no. You would have to have me redeem like <laughs> 100,000 100, channel points for me to play a horror game. Like Phasmo, I can mess with. Faz, yeah. I can mess with, cause I'm just like I literally walk in there alone. I'm like, what, what? Come at me, ghost. But yeah. anything else like Outlast or um, I Amnesia, even no. Oh yeah, yeah. Bucky, uh, Bucky and Brian trained you well for uh, phasmophobia. <laughs> that's that's the only game, <laughs> to be honest, that that I got trained for. Cause any other thing, nah, nah, fam. Uh, <laughs> Um, also, as we, I will say this as as we move through this. If you have any questions for us, um, mm-hmm. yeah, go, go ahead and ask. Nor- normally, we do it this at the end, but yeah, as we move through it, if anything piques your interest. Um, all right, um, who's next? Me? Uh, oh no, I I think me. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. Um... What, did, what question did you just ask? Oh, we actually never answered this question. Oh, yeah. What was the question? Uh, it was a compound question. What was your first stream like? And uh-huh. how did you get into streaming? So I'll answer this first, actually. I okay. got into streaming because because this, this right here was hard. Like talking to people, making friends, getting myself out there. Um, especially in a time where everything was just locked. Yeah. Oh, hi, doggo. Um, that is, that is okay. Sage's dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So, yeah. So that is kind of Alfred. Yes, that's Alfred. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Uh, the legend, Alfred. Um, <laughs> Alfred's yeah. like, I want to be on this podcast too. Yeah, what do you that's mean? pretty much it. What do you mean? You, you're not about to start this without me. Um, <laughs> Alfred, no. it is two cents, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so we, um, so I kind of did as a result of, uh, of, of, you know, like wanting to feel like I, I could still connect, wanting to feel like, uh, I, I, I just work on myself, work on my social skills, on my confidence. So, so, so like part, this has all been a, a part of that. Like even doing this is a lot. Uh, even podcasting was a lot. Um, but as in terms of what my first stream was like, it was literally, we literally played uh, Ghost Recon. Um, and um, that's what we did. We just played nice. Ghost Recon. And it was, here we are, what, like two, two years later, three years later, something like that. Podcasting with wonderful people. You love to see that's it. That's right. Um, yeah. I can answer that too. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, yeah. Uh, what got me into streaming really um, kind of the same thing because like the year I started streaming was 2020 in a time when you know the world was much different we're kind of locked in and and I saw like because Dragon was doing it made me kind of do it want to do it once because I remember just playing a game with him and I'm like you know what, I think I should I kind of feel like um, I, I kind of feel like doing this too like maybe I'll just like stream Call of Duty one time and just see how this goes so like um, one game I was really into at the time uh, Ghost of Tsushima right here just came out at the time and uh i was really into it and i thought this might be the perfect game to stream so this was my first stream i streamed this game right here in august of 2020 and yeah it was a lot of fun i was very nervous at the time too and like um i remember i had i had some audio issues at the for at start like my mic wasn't working or something like that so like for the first maybe five minutes or so i was having a little bit of issues but dragon and flango were actually in the chat helping me out too which was nice um and then i got that to work and then yeah, from there we were just cooking. I was just playing uh, some Ghost Recon right there. I mean, not Ghost Recon, Ghost of Tsushima. I was just playing through the story, just doing some missions and stuff, just talking to the chat, having a good time. And I was having a fun time because like, I love this game too. So like, um, yeah, it's a perfect game for me to, to stream because like, it's something I enjoy to play. And uh, yeah, I just had a fun time doing it. So I was nervous, but just talking to the chat and everything like that kind of opened me up a little bit, got me into it. And yeah, here we are now, um, two years later. Two years later. All right, so um, so Ooh, look we at did that. we did two hundred for two hundred points. We got a redeem for Alfred. Um, oh. We just did a custom uh, treat redeem for Alfred. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, hi. Hello. Hi, Kit Kat. Hello. Hello Welcome Kit in. Kat. Thank you for you the twenty-two months. Oh, twenty-two months. 22 there you go. Twenty-two months. Um, it is Sage Skyhaven. That's right. Oh, no SO. We don't oh, use yeah. SO for Flango. No SO. No SO. Not for, not for, no. Not for podcasters, please. There we go. I gotta, I gotta wait for this to end, because... I see you have new points. I do have new points, but I may not redeem them depending on what you redeem. I may not redeem them. 
on this on this podcast um yeah all right so my question next one is and this one is for everybody um here what is your process in writing a screenplay Mm. uh actually you know what i I can well uh, we can both answer this right everybody can answer this but let's let our guest go first okay i got an answer (laughs) well um it's tough um honestly like i i i do a lot of thinking before i start putting things to paper i like to visualize it um with anything like a really good book that i like like, I, I read a lot of Neil Gaiman. Like, he's my favorite author. But, like, I I take inspiration for writers that are really, really good at, like, giving you a good, good visual. So, I have to be able to visual, visualize the, the world yeah. and picture yeah. it in my head. So, I kind of, I do a lot of thinking and figure out, like, where I want it to go and just... I have to picture it and I just like translate like the movie in my head to paper but it it takes a lot of thinking and I figure out where it's gonna go I don't really do an outline I just kind of let the movie play out and just explore it and keep going with page yeah so I I do an outline after (laughs) I do it like (laughs) awkward so are you a more of like a sporadic writer or do you like always have an idea because because I'll I'll kind of give my example is when I wrote with Telly we wrote a play called Ava, and that was a play based on uh, Detroit become human. We was inspired by it, and and it was a sporadic thing, literally yeah. sporadic. Um, and and we like in two days we like cranked out like a fifteen page play. It was kind of amazing. Yeah. And that's actually the next point I was going to make. I was actually going to talk about that just a bit, too. One thing I remember we did to help us really get into it and get really motivated was um, there was this uh, local coffee shop in, in the area, which is like like a hangout spot, like a nice coffee shop. Like We were there the day before um, for like a play that um, Punky actually directed. We were there before, like a short play festival. And we are like, this place is really cool. And like that company that was there at the time, they were um, doing a writing challenge for like a featured play. Um, and with that me and dragon wanted to write something so we did that um play that dragon was just talking about right there we wrote that and like we went to this coffee shop the next day because it just seemed like um like a very just chill place to to go and just like to get work done to concentrate um and there's a breaking right there (laughs) but yeah so with the story basically we wanted to go to this place because like we like the vibe there it's just very chill just very quiet very cozy looking there and like just being there kind of helped me motivate a little bit more because like I'd say, like, one thing, if you're ever, like, writing something, find a good place that you just enjoy to be at while you're right, Like, somewhere just quiet like that. I mean, just where you can vibe to, just chill. Like, it's a very good, very cool place. And I do have some bad news. Um, that place is called the Daily Planet Coffee. And any local listeners, it's unfortunately closed at the moment. Yeah. So, That's awesome. It, it, was, it was a nice, um, it was a very nice uh, time. I don't know if you can see it, but one of my paintings under there, that painting right down there, I actually bought it there. Yep. Um, could try to make room for it. Yep. Um, there's a painting I have. This globe is in the way. 
there's a painting over there of like the sky or whatever. Yeah. Um, I bought that there from a local artist who yeah. actually you know the owner of the place. So yeah. I actually got myself a little souvenir before the place was gone, which was nice. It was a pretty cool day. It was also Halloween too, 2021. It was a fun day. Okay. So I do want to say thank you for the 95 bits. First of all, King's Joe. And secondly, Carson, what's up? Carson's here, let's go. Como estas? Como estas? Que tal? Uh, Alright. Yeah, so that place, you know, there's so many different spots around the city that are so near and dear to us, but like, because we've formed uh, so many memories, like, 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 for example, the tavern that we go to every Tuesday, it's... Yes, uh, yes, yes. It's our karaoke spot, and it, and it's yes. just so lit every time. My favorite, my favorite bar in this town. Yes. Yeah. And, seriously. And, and another thing that just makes it lit is just like really the people that are there too, like yeah. very welcoming, good people there. I mean, our city. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say where. Where obviously, but um, our city has good people. Yeah. Our, our city has great people. Um, you know, they they it, it's notorious for. I guess having good neighbors, yeah. um, it's it's literally known for that, uh, which is which is fantastic. I'm feeling better. Good, good, Carson. That's fantastic to hear. Love to see it. Um, all right. Um, what is okay? Did I answer this question? What is my process in writing a screenplay? Oh. I think I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. All right. All right. Your turn, Telly. Oh, for another question. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. What do I have? Okay, because yeah, that was a good question. Let's see. The brain teasers are coming. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'm not going in any order. I'm just going in order. I feel like is good. Um, okay. Here's one. How many? How many years have you been into um, acting in theater? Um, we did stage plays you know in elementary school and you know middle school like those kinds of things i remember doing wizard of oz and having to ride a bicycle across the like the stage when i was a little kid <laughs> it's great i was bold i got to do the dur, 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 dur. <laughs> you know, but we, we did a lot of stage plays and musicals like little but you know just the silly yeah. you know, kid show stuff and then i didn't really do like real theater until high school, I was very, very shy. Yeah. Um, I was so much shy, like I got held back a grade in like elementary school because they thought that I wasn't going to be developed enough to move on with my, um, my classmates. So I was just really, really shy. I got to the point where like I auditioned for a play in high school. My hands were just doing the whole shaking thing, mm. and I just couldn't. I, I could not. I was unbelievably nervous so I started off working backstage but I did like a lot of props and stuff backstage and then we got a different well and I did like I like background stuff we did I don't know if you've ever heard of this Barry Manilow <laughs> musical what was it um, I have to think of the title I'm yeah. assuming but we did like a musical that was like Barry Manilow because our drama teacher was obsessed with Barry Manilow yeah. and we were like chorus hats like 1940 like just like showgirl stuff and then then we got a drama teacher that did into the woods and that was my very first um i just basically just threw myself out there i played little red riding hood into the woods yeah. musical was my first step into it and then we did romeo and juliet 
and nice. it was cool playing Juliet. So I kind of just got up enough gut and just like threw it into it. But I had a really awesome drama teacher that her name was Miss Kendrick, and she was super, super inspiring and nice. helped me get out of the shell. So yeah. she kind of is huge with um, credit and getting me out of my shell and giving me enough confidence to there you go. go. And then I just fell in love with from there. Ninja Thorn, hi. What's what? Ninja Thorn. Oh, Ninja Thorn's here. Ninja Thorn is here. What's up? What's up? Um, so uh, I'll I'll kind of speak on that a little bit. My my, I've always been like a singer, more musically oriented type person. So like, theater was like kind of like like out of what i wanted to do like i want to i want to go into um um i i did choir for like four years or four years of high school and then and then the last two um i did i did my first show was annie and i did i was drake um and so i did that that was that was fun uh, and you know I did some to college but it wasn't it wasn't literally until what what Telly like two years ago three what yeah yeah so like, I mean this is the same for me too um, I was never really was into theater that much but then yeah. just really I just kind of got into it basically by like um, yeah. well like a film we worked on with uh, our other host Bunky but uh, and then I just kind of found my way working into theater just by like connections and stuff so like yeah two years ago is um, our local company we always work with um, inclusive theater like there was auditions for it um two years ago like december like 2021 and like we we both went to the auditions i was kind of nervous at first um yeah. but just when i was there just acting like with dragon and just other people i know on stage like, i just got kind of into it just i was nervous at first because like i never never really did anything like that but like uh just being up there with my friends and stuff kind of made me feel more um, welcome doing it just feel more comfortable and like yeah it was we had auditions we, we went it went very well we got the part so yeah our first show well this was for a different show but um this show was supposed to happen at one point but unfortunately covid kind of happened in the beginning of 2022 yeah. but in the spring of last year like basically around this time last year we had our very first show it was with that company it was um we did shakespeare's as you like it which was a lot of fun uh, probably my favorite show i've ever done actually um it was like springtime last year just basically like in a couple weeks It'll be one year since then, so Crazy. probably my favorite show right there. Crazy. A lot of, we talked about this quite a bit on the podcast. I know we talked about it last season a lot, a lot. so it's, it's, it's a reoccurring thing that's probably going to be like brought up a lot. That but, show yeah. gets talked more. We talk about that show more than we mention the name of the podcast on the podcast. Yeah, it's you're right, kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um, we do a lot that that show was was my first uh time actually doing um musical direction which was which is a beast on its own it's just like because because like having to act in a show and in the same show you're also doing music direction is crazy yeah but you know but but what is even crazier is directing three short plays and in the same festival also acting that's yeah. even crazier which we'll the, talk about it's the show that we actually got the had the audition for and got the part for yeah 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 um but no this was this was fantastic this was yeah. this was a great um great start for us you know 
um, had we not done that film, we wouldn't. Oh yeah, I'd be a completely different person now. Yeah. 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 You never know what would have happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, Here, I've got a question for you. Who inspires you? Okay, that's a good one. Me first? Yeah. Well, do you mean like just anyone? Yes. Or is it yes. Yes. Open-ended. <laughs> I have multiple people that inspire me. Okay. Um, and I, I'll go back to like the very first person. I'll, I'll I'll speak about my drama teacher. She did so much to inspire me to keep going and to get over being shy. Yeah. And she coached me all the way. That was my junior and senior year, and it was the two best years of my high school because I I did marching band and everything i wanted to do drama club but you know i was really nervous and i didn't think that i had it in me <laughs> and she just kind of just stuck with me and i've always loved film and theater always and i'd always watch you know like the behind the scenes on film and just love seeing everything come together yeah. and it's just like i don't know i feel like she was just like meant to be like there at that particular time yeah. to, like in my life to give me the the inspiration to keep going and yeah it's, she gave the chance it's almost like you know when the way i see it is like when you're looking for something when you're looking for that help when you're looking for that chance to um you know be inspired somebody somewhere somehow just pops into your life to be like hey look i got you you know sometimes sometimes you're like okay this is taking a little too long this is taking maybe a little longer than it needs to, but it yeah. does happen. Mm -hmm. She didn't give me that roll into the woods. I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. She, I want to give you a chance. And it was a pretty big role for someone that has not been in a musical, like a for real musical before. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's nice. great. That's great. Like to, to have somebody who, you know, literally one defining moment to have the one defining moment with that person and and for that one defining moment to literally change everything in a, in a positive way is is just so good it's just it's just so so good because we all need that we all we all need that hey look this is where i started and this is where I am now. I I saw a post on Facebook that I wish to share with you guys. I'll read it here. I actually shared it. Um, let me see. Just remember, five years ago, you dreamed about where you are now. Oh, yeah. That's and, right. And that that has been setting in my heart for the past couple of days. Because I'm. it's really like wow it's true because i started over here i started as as just as just a friend helping my friend make this film yeah and now we're here having directed multiple shows having done music having been acted like like there's like so much there's like so much and and and, and you know it's it's 
pretty it's good to be reflect back on and be grateful for for those defining moments that change your life those defining moments that lift you up you know all right yeah for sure um and okay telly do you want to answer this um yeah let's say like who inspires me i'd say like um probably like um yeah kind of like how you guys are saying right there kind of like um my my friends and people who are surround me kind of inspire me kind of like how you were talking about like the off chance of like how we got to like when we were working on a movie and then like um then now here we are like got our foot in the door with like all the cedar stuff like that i'd say like what inspires me is just like um my friends around me who do like similar things like that like my friends in acting and everything like that in my like in our like theater circle they're big inspirations to me yeah. to just keep to pursue to pursue it a lot further yeah. so yeah that's a good answer for me i i do want to give a shout out to my to my chat here because they definitely inspire me to oh yeah for sure to keep trying to to you know despite despite whatever is happening to still come back to them because it is such a safe space to be in because you know it's it's not it's not just the the streamer providing a safe space it's also how the how do you feel as a content creator coming into the space con over and over again do you feel fulfilled do you feel safe do you feel comfortable and every time without question the answer is always yes yes i do and <laughs> And I'm grateful. I'm grateful, frankly. Um, well, we'll actually talk about that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, uh, Telly, your question. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's see what do we have. Um. Uh, all right. I have a really good one. This one. This uh question. I think we can all answer it, but. This is a good question that also me and Dragon should think upon, and because uh, it's something that's going to happen to us pretty soon. Um, how do you prepare for an audition? Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, who wants to answer this first? I'll have to think about that one. I I might know an answer, but I'm always going to defer to our guest first. <laughs> I'm thinking of something. I just got to piece it together. What's that? I just had an audition, so I can Oh! <laughs> well, it's going to be fresh then. Yeah. Um, first, I kind of do... I do it in phases. Hmm. I have like a phase of where I freak out and get really excited and just like jump around going, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> um, jumping around, being all excited. And then I allow myself to loosen up just by being completely silly. Um, and... I, you know, you do like video auditions and in-person auditions and for video auditions, I have a lot of outtakes. Like I'll record okay. I'll the camera on and like do like just talk out loud and just be super silly and try to be as relaxed as possible. Yeah. Instead of focus on, on something. So I've got so many outtakes of like so many <laughs> silly I feel stuff. like. I feel like if I, I feel like I would do that too because considering doing a video yeah. um, audition for upcoming audition I have, but I feel like I was just thinking about it, I feel like I would probably have a lot of outtakes too. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it takes me quite a few tries to do a successful TikTok sometimes. So who knows how many uh, 
tries it'll take to do this. Yeah, because audition is a different. It is so much different from TikTok because you're like, like you're like. There's no stakes with the TikTok. Yeah. There no. with, with an audition, duh, you're auditioning. Right. You know, like like this is a chance for you to showcase your ability to be like to to potentially become embedded with a company f um, yeah. for this season which is what we're kind of right. going to be going for on the 22nd of this of this month which is going to be right. insane um so you know i i find it you know just piece by piece like like you sage uh, kind of piece by piece is okay i have to do a 32 bar song uh, I have to do 32 bars of a song. And, and I was like, literally yesterday, until yesterday, I kid you not, I had no idea what 32 bars was. <laughs> I was like, you're, you're speaking an alien language to me because I do music. I do music by hearing it and and in chords i don't you put a sheet music you put sheet music in front of me what is that you know yeah me too i didn't know either when i first started music like trying to come up with a musical audition they're like 32 bars i'm like i was counting the bars <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> oh so up to here <laughs> yeah i think i think it's literally that it's you literally <laughs> count the measures yeah uh, uh 32 measures um so I so I I'm doing that first. That's that's I've got my song already picked out, and now I'm just like, okay, step two: figure out two monologues. One is a Shakespearean monologue, and one is a regular contemporary monologue. That's gonna be fun, fun. Yeah. I'm excited because this this is a this is a theater that I've been really wanting to get into. And and we're kind of tight with the owner, so so yeah. I really want to work extra hard um, mm -hmm. to show that yeah everything you know about us is correct. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's a big opportunity. Yeah. It's a it's a huge opportunity uh, that I don't want to throw away. Me um, too. Yeah. So so you know just each day I'm doing little by little and building onto it for these 20 or so uh, so days that, that are left um, until the audition. Uh, but yeah, so really, I do what you do, piece by piece. Yeah, me too. I do that too. Um, if, and if I'm, yeah, if I'm getting ready for it um, and I'm just nervous thinking about it, one thing I always like to do the day before I do something big, if I'm nervous for it, I just like to watch something funny to just calm my nerves, get me more prepared for it. Like. Um, I, a uh, comfort show of mine is Impractical Jokers. Uh, that's a big one for me. Usually watch that if I uh, have something big coming up like an audition or just anything in life just getting nervous for. I'll just watch uh, that to get me kind of warmed up. Yep, yep. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, chat. Uh, for everybody just coming in, just uh, letting you know, you can ask questions as well. Being aware of what headspace you are in seems crucial. Yes, because... Yeah, that's true. Because if if you're carrying like pain or sadness or um, one thing or another, and you go into audition, that's gonna come out. Sometimes, yeah. depending on what you're auditioning for, that can help you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. However, 
If it's like a comedy play and you had a bad day and you're auditioning for something like a comedic piece, that could clash and actually yeah. end up hurting you. Um, so definitely, Ninja Thorn, you're definitely right in terms That's of true. you know care, being aware of your headspace, going in with clarity, just for lack of a better word, just leaving everything at the door when you walk into yeah. an audition space. It's easier said than done. Well, but with film, you have to like condense it in one take. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sure of it too, because then I, I get really in my head sometimes, where I'm like, "That wasn't good enough. I have to do better." And then you're just like, over and over and over again. And then you just almost have to just feel like if you feel good about one, just stop there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to stop yourself because you could keep recording and recording and recording. Yeah, it's. Yeah, definitely. Like, like, cause then, cause then, your five minute self tape can become fifteen minutes of of the same thing over and over again. I think that's a beast I'll have to contend with when, cause I'll be doing a video audition for uh, this upcoming thing more than likely. Um, so that's a beast that I'll have to contend with. That'll be yeah. interesting, interesting to say the least. Um, all right, uh, my turn. Um, think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before, before though, before we move on, anything you want to add, Sage? Before we move on. Um, I mean, really, it was just I like talking about the headspace, just yeah, and then allowing yourself to get there. And yeah. again, with film, it's just trying to fit that. It's tough trying to get to that headspace and just trying to fit it all in that one. You only have like one minute to show. Yeah, you. yeah. You get your your slate shot. You say your name your agency if you have it yep. you say you're where you're from and then you move right into it and you have you have at that point like 45 seconds to show all of this yep. and that's it and that's why it's so much pressure to just condense it into a really good take and then you can get in your head about it and you have to not let yourself get into your head going i can do better i can do it better right so anyway right. um all right so here we go oh whoa <laughs> Whoa. Are you trying to break me tonight? I think that's a yes. Is that, is Do it that, again. Oh my god, is that your plan? Is that your plan? <laughs> it is, apparently. Let's take a look oh at that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but thank you for the biddies, but no. <laughs> Why did you gotta say it, do it again? Oh my god, yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I, w I, won't, I won't say do it again, no, I won't. Oh no, that was directed towards me, I said it. <laughs> oh, 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 don't do it, don't do it. Please, please, no. Um, Alright, alright. Here we go. Here comes a curveball. Okay. First of the night, what impact do you think COVID has had on theater and online content creation? I've got, I've got a whole big soapbox. <laughs> I've got a whole big soapbox for that because that's been my struggle for the past three years. It's really hard as a performer 
have gone through COVID um, and to deal with something that you have no control over, but yet it takes away your livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah. I struggled a lot in the last few years. Yeah. Um, still getting auditions monthly. That's good. And not able to book it because for me, there was a limitation on distance. And that was yeah. a frustrating thing. You had to be within 30 mile radius oh. of the location. Mm in order to book the job oh wow it was frustrating because in order to book work i'd have to completely uproot my life and move two hours be close enough to start book to keep booking work through covid and for me i work from home yes i have to be within a certain radius to keep my job and it was just playing it like do i stay overnight at somebody's house i can book something (laughs) yep but it was something really tough just yeah to contend with and that's my my life, my career, and not have that. But then also finding different ways to be creative, like streaming, and then writing screenplays and submitting them for screen competitions. Yeah. You know, things like that to get you through and give you that creative outlet until yeah. the industry comes back. Luckily, it's starting to come back. Yeah. Um, but I can't imagine, you know, Broadway was out for a long, long time. Yeah. It hit us so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Having to deal with that was so tough. So what? So uh, I know I know that is like extremely draining. So how did you uh, during this time? How did you find the energy to like uh, and the inspiration to to keep going, to keep pushing for more jobs for more gigs more uh auditions like what what uh fueled the fire of theater for you during a period where it was very difficult to do that well i'm not gonna lie i struggled a lot i struggled a lot i was angry i was devastated i was upset i cried a lot um because it just frustrating nothing that i could do to fix it i did speak to a lot of counselors actually and i had a really good i, I spoke to a lot of mental health counselors because my mental health just tanked mm-hmm. after the pandemic because that was my life yeah. i was fucking yeah. job multiple times a month you know before covid hit as soon as covid hit it just stands still yep, yep. It's gone poof and just coming dealing with the fallout of that was worst I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it it was like the worst moment of my life the worst three years and I spoke to one counselor that changed changed my perspective on it and she gave me the biggest tough love talk because here I was feeling sorry for myself being upset and saying the same thing over and over and over again and she basically said then why don't you do something about it yeah yeah do you just gonna give up and I was just like, this is not what I expected. I expected somebody to give me the constant, you know, yeah. sorry, you know, it'll, it'll come back, you know, have hope. And, and then here she is with like hardball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. No, what she's saying is correct. She's like, like, I've been, she's like, I just put myself through grad school with this and this and this and this and all this stuff going on. She's like, did I complain about it? No, I just kept going. I kept going. I was like ouch but you're <laughs> you're right yeah yeah <laughs> uh ninja thorn says you're not alone everyone took a mental hit during covid i think i'm glad uh glad you found effective help sky yeah. yeah oh yeah for sure yeah yeah it was you know 
it was it was rough like on everybody because like uh, I can kind of speak on on my uh, self too in terms of um, theater. I had to miss two shows. Oh yeah. Um, when I got uh. COVID, and that was the worst thing. And you know what didn't help is is literally um, the director, um, a dir- my director telling me. Oh, so you were sick enough? Uh, you weren't sick enough to sing, but you, uh, but you were sick enough to not show up for a show. I'm like, I'm like. Yeah, what he means by that is because Dragon just posted on Facebook of just a clip of him just singing a cover of a song or something like that, and then like the guy just like, I don't know, kind of snapped at that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, first of all, back off. <laughs> yeah, that was that was um, yeah, that was not fun. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that you know you, you know you were able to fight through that, and you know you you find you found the, I guess the um, regularity in theater again. I yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. I guess, but yeah, yeah, great. All right. Uh, I think it's my turn next. Yeah, it's your turn. Correct. All right. Let's see. What do we have? Um, um, let's see. Just looking to see what I got here. Alright, All right, I have a good one here. This is something we like to ask uh, other friends of ours who do theater. Um, what advice would you give to someone who is getting into theater or film or anything like that? Yeah. Or directing, anything like that. Yeah, anything related to theater, like acting, directing, film, anything like that. Um, I would just say, say yes to everything. You know, just, <laughs> <laughs> say, like, I want to try it this way. Say yes. You know, just don't feel like you're limited by other people. You know, yeah, you can hear opinions, but, you know, don't feel like you have to box yourself or, like, dull yourself in the presence of other creatives yeah just have someone that struggled with being shy you know just take it you know take it step by step until you feel comfortable but honestly just feel free do to be silly feel free to try whatever you want to do you know they they always say just let yourself go out on stage because you know you, you you kind of put yourself in a box going i don't want to feel silly i don't want to make the wrong choices i don't want to do something wrong there's nothing wrong in the creative art that's true yeah it's, make, cho- uh, make good choices i think that's what they one of the teachers yeah yeah make good choices make brave bold choices and just any choice is a good choice that's true yeah and I don't know. Uh, I don't know about like uh, in other cities, but like in in our in our city, theater is one of the. I'm sure this is like this everywhere. Um, yeah, it's it's one of the most uh, open, encouraging, and welcoming places. So even if you do fall, even if something doesn't go exactly how you want it to go, there's people to guide you. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's people. We're gonna be like, hey, let's take this moment <laughs> and let's learn from it. Uh, yeah, Sage, but... is, Sage is bringing me happy tears. <laughs> oh. Says Flango. Oh. Um, 
kind of for everyone and i don't know if this came up already what is your favorite role i That's will a good question i will start this and then i'll pass this off to state sage excuse me um yeah it's kind of one of my questions my too. favorite role as in as in what what i've done or what i want to do i take it as like what you've done uh what i've done is probably honestly anything i in 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 as you like it literally yeah, that too that yeah that's, that's my answer for a lot of stuff yeah i will talk about it till the end of time how much i love that show or both if you have aspirations i want to hear it okay. i want to play got that i want to play as the phantom of the opera one day all right nice i have trained my voice up to be able to sing those songs because those songs are fucking hard man yeah uh they're really hard to sing but i've I've been able to uh train my voice up to that so sage your turn what is a uh, what kind of role what is your favorite role that you have done and what is um a role you would like to do i'll just kind of compound them together I'm going to link them between, I guess, comedy and drama, because I have both, a favorite in both. I love Grace Fryer and Radium Girls. It's based on historical, back when they had radium tile painters in the war. And it was actually based off where they would, you know, lick the the paint, you know, to tip the brush and then do that. She, um, I believe she was, she was real, based on a real person. She fought, um, her, her friends started getting radium, you know, radiation poisoning, and then, you know, they would develop illnesses and, you know, tumors and stuff, but she would fight the court for rights. Um, It was a strong, strong piece. Like, she was, you know, becoming physically disabled, you know, due to this cancer that was growing in her from all of that. It was just such an intense drama, but it was a freaking beautiful piece. It's such a strong, I like strong female roles that are fighting the establishment you know just it was one of my favorite roles because it was just so powerful yeah. um, that one was good and then of course treasure island as a fantasy i was dressed up as i played blind q uh-huh. <laughs> and also dick jones and we had the cockney accents and then like the the dreads and everything like Very that nice and then the beard and everything like that. That was one of my favorite roles because it's so funny, but it was also yeah. fantasy roles. Um, as far as like stuff I want to do, uh, I want to. I've always wanted to play a villain. Uh-huh. It's hard for me to play a villain because I don't. I'm not typecast as a villain type character. But I want to play a villain and like some epic fantasy, like maybe Pirates of the Caribbean or Lord of the Rings or like sort of Game of Thrones kind of shows, like medieval. Always yeah. wanted to. Yes. Do uh, very cool. Yeah, I'd say. For me, like a dream role. Well, favorite role. I kind of said like um, my stuff and as you like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then a dream role for me. This is another kind of fantasy related one, sort of. I'd say maybe a Star Wars character. <laughs> like, like doesn't have to be like um, in a movie. It could be one of the movies, but like maybe a character who's in like one of the Disney Plus shows, something like that. Anything really Star Wars related, I think, would be very cool for me to do. I would love to do that. I mean, that's kind of out there, but but like, hey, it's a, that's something cool I'd like to do. I, I put this in chat for Flango, but if you could, if you get a moment, please drop your IMDB for everybody to check out as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
All right. Uh, my turn. Um, yeah. What's up? What's that? I'm just joking. I was like, some of the a lot of that stuff is like. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. So. Um. Let's go ahead and. Yeah, my turn. Yeah. All right. So, what is the challenge that you have faced in general? And how have you overcome it? Oh, that's a good one. A challenge I've faced? Yeah. Um, I mean, like in a, in a show or? Any, 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 anything. It's just a general question. Um, honestly, it was getting over being shy yeah. and letting myself because it was a process. I and I would be told by directors, you know, that I'm thinking too much. Like that was a problem. Is I would overthink. That's just how my brain would be, and it just it took a bit to allow myself to be free on stage or be free on film and not be so stiff. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll oh, address that in a second. Here we okay. go. There we go. There, there we is. go. There it is. I've been waiting for this. All right. I'll let uh, I'll let uh, Sage finish her, her answer first, though. Yeah, it was just mainly letting myself just be open to the character and just go out there and just do it without feeling like I was in a box. Because I felt like I, if I made the wrong choice, it would be great. And then it just got to the point where I just said, you know what? Just throw it all up the window. And I think came out when I did Blind Pew in Treasure Island because then I just let myself explore and have fun with it. It ended up being one of the fun best roles ever because it was just constantly just inviting people. I love acting with those that are bold on their choices because it's fun to play off of them and the more bold that they are, the more fun it is because then you you don't know what's happening. You get to act, react in real time. Yep. Yep. So. And and that's, uh, that's the beauty of it too because uh, when, when somebody is when somebody brings out a, a quirk that you're not expecting the reaction is even even better like like the live reaction that's why yeah. i think <laughs> yeah that's why i think i like theater so much more because like um you know it's all right there it's all in the moment and whatever is happening you just have to go with it you know yeah you go with it and it's fantastic um Sometimes they say the st- the show must go on if like yeah. there's ever an issue, like if you forget your lines or something like that, or something along the lines happens. Yeah, the show must, must show must go on. You just gotta keep going. Two words: yes and, yes yep. and, yes uh, and. Yes and. Um, Kirk says, "Sup, take dinner out to me, baby." Yes. <laughs> so so we have a thing. Right, where where Kirk always asks me out to dinner. We haven't ever actually gone out, uh, gone to dinner yet. You will one day. One day, but <laughs> um, okay. Today, what are we having today? Let's do. Let's go to the um. Let's go to the ice cream place that Punky now works at. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's go to Punky's new work. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, Punky got a new job at an ice cream uh, place. So, so we're we're not. He sent me nudes once, though. <laughs> oh. 
right. <laughs> noodles. 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 Yes. Noodles. We're talking about noodles. We're talking about noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Out of context, that sounds awful. Um. <laughs> all right. Um. All right, let me see. Oh, I can imagine. Does anybody else hate how they sound on a video or recording? Yes. 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 It is awful. I do not like that. <laughs> I, I, um, I just derail conversations. Might be back to it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it 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 wouldn't be fun without you, though. I love I love when you derail conversations. It's right. Really um. All right. Um, uh, my little, my little morsel of chaos every single day. Um, but yeah, Telly. All right. Um, let's see. Um, okay, I'm just looking to see if I have any other like theater-related ones because I think I'm just about running out. Well, I got a good one right here. Well, we we talked about our favorite thing we've done. Uh, um, in like production I have one question here what would be your favorite production you've ever been in here whatever theater production is my favorite uh, yeah, that you've ever done I'm gonna have to be it's a tie between Into the Woods mm-hmm. and Treasure Island okay Nice. As a fantasy, I love fantasy. We had Sword oh, yeah. Island. We had a ship in Treasure oh. Island. Our stage crew built half a ship, and you could actually go inside and climb up the rail, like the ladder, and like nice. had a mast, and then like a whole railing on the, the deck. Um, there were a lot of really cool set pieces to explore, and it was really cool hanging off of the ship. And oh, oh that's a, cool. Yeah, yeah, just had a fun like place to play around with yeah. into the woods of course it was very simple but it was really cool playing little red riding hood when she was such a rat <laughs> <laughs> and i loved it and it was one of those where you could feel comfortable singing because she was just yeah. such a rat <laughs> <laughs> i only did That's... act one because act two was really dark <laughs> oh. yeah. it's good but... it's good though when you know you can like i guess i guess play somebody else for like for like an hour or two like you know just just put on a different character it's it's fun to to be like hey i i i feel i i feel natural here because it's not actually me it's somebody i'm portraying somebody else and and i don't know i don't know it's weird because it's still you but it's like it feels natural to to yeah. just be somebody else because because that's not Every because every time I'm on stage, I'm feel I'm feeling like this is not Dragon. This is this character. Yeah, me too. Yeah, this is this is who I am in that moment. Dragon Dragon is outside the building, chilling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, somewhere. Um, all right. Um, let's see here. All right. Um, what is a day in the life? of an actor and streamer look like there we, go. we will all one. we will all answer this an actor streamer um they're close together um honestly yeah. i really enjoy i my streaming is like you know i like do like what i do with acting i like to 
entertain. I like to cheer everybody up. I like to tell a story and that's kind of like why I like RPGs so much. I like strong narrative games. It's like you're telling a story, you're helping tell a story um, by streaming and having that experience with your viewers and people that come in. You're telling the story and you all get to share an experience. The same thing as actors and the audience and the behind the scenes, you know, props, stage managers, you know, they all share an experience. They all contribute to the overall experience. And even the viewers in your channel contribute to the overall experience. Yeah. So you all have experience together. So it's very closely tied in to acting and to film and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. It's, 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 if, uh, I, I'd imagine for like actors and streamers, it's like a very easy transition because like, you know working they they have a community that they work with that they're that they like you said share an experience with and you know they they become natural at it so so i I, i'd imagine the transition would be quite smooth because it's literally the same thing i mean i feel like though in theater it's usually a little more detached just due to the fourth wall situation yeah you can't interact as like actively but like there is still elements of interaction just depending on the play um just depending on how you execute a play it and and just this the the effort that you put into bringing a, a product to to the audience you know it's it's very much like that i mean sure in streaming it's a little more involved where you get live input um I mean, I guess in a way with theater, you can kind of get that as well. But like um, here, here you get actual like chat input and you get bits and subs and all of that and stuff. And, and that so so it's definitely interesting for, for you know, it, it felt natural theater, uh, theater, uh, going from theater to streaming felt feels natural. Yeah even though even though you know it's a little bit different where you're talking one-on-one as opposed to being part of a company you have to do you have to be your own director your own stage manager your own producer your own everything um but it still just feels natural Ah. uh telly do you want to add anything to that um yeah kind of like just what you said there um basically it's, it's, they're very similar you just gotta there's elements to it that can be similar like the community like you said right there um yeah pretty much like that i agree with that yeah um and you know a lot of the skills that i've learned from here from streaming i've been able to bring into theater like like um you know just that confidence piece and, yeah. and just and just knowing how to how, deliver, like, how to like address a crowd how to address a crowd because yeah. like because like I've, it's gone from where i'm looking above the crowd to now i i look at them directly in the face i'm like yeah i'm looking at you and i'm talking to you i don't yeah, care. I, I, I don't care about the fourth wall i'm talking to you I've done that a couple times. Yeah, I feel like uh, I should keep doing that a little bit more, especially yeah. for my next show. I think I should do that. Yeah, yeah, especially like during like a monologue piece. I'll yeah, just... monologue because yeah, I know for my show in the summer we did. I had some monologues for that. I know 
I did look in the crowd a couple times. I saw a couple familiar faces when I did. I made sure to give them a look. Um, yeah. yeah, I know for my monologue pieces, I definitely did that quite a bit. Um, yeah. And then for actual, like, when you're with a scene partner, it's kind of hard to do that sometimes because you're, like, you're talking to them, you know? Yeah. Like, but there is parts where you can kind of just look to the crowd, too, when you're saying it. I, I did that a couple times, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And if I, if I see a familiar face, and I've had this happen to me, is when I was in the audience, like, oh, when, when a familiar face is spotted, you, you get looked at, like, directly looked at. They, they'll, they'll literally ignore the rest of the crowd and look, single you out. They'll be like, ah, so you're here. Cool. Yeah, I've seen that happen to me before, yeah. Or even, a, someone even told me, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I've see, I seen you there. And, like, oh, no, it's somebody I know. i got to make sure to, like not get nervous or mess up you know yeah yeah but 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 see that's the thing the, the thing with theater is there is no judgment yeah even if even if you mess up there is no judgment that's true and that is the beauty of theater is is and and, and kind of tying this back to twitch as well there is no judgment if okay okay so you're bad at a game or okay you're you messed up a couple of lines cool rock and roll embrace the chaos embrace the chaos let's go you know like you gotta yeah and and what brings comfort is when you have people who support you with you and they're like you know what that's fine keep going you got it yeah you know, that's the biggest boost in morale that you can yeah. ever get. I can think of times where some of our directors did that for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and the one time that you saved the show. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that, yeah. That was, that was interesting. But there's that was cool. too, like when something happens and you have to save the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, his director literally, because I, I was in that show too, in that short play festival, his li- director literally came up to me, it came up to him and was like, you gotta save the show. <laughs> I think. Oh yeah, and, and as you like it, right? Uh, as you like it, yeah. And oh, I and give up heart for that, yeah. Yeah, not only as you like it, but also the the the, the time when I got COVID. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, I was out for two shows. Yeah, with as you like it, yeah, because like my, one of my scene partners was struggling a little bit, and like stage manager kind of came up to me. She's like, "Whatever you do, you gotta help him out, save him up there." And I did that. I kind of like gave him keywords to like kind of remember what to say for because he, he there's a couple of points where he did kind of forget but yeah we i had to try to like help him out a little bit on stage because yeah you got to keep going if you forget your lines yeah. just got to make up whatever to keep going and then yeah like when dragon had covid like um uh there was a replacement for dragon um we didn't like cancel his play or nothing like that like because there was a that we had an actor come in who was like an understudy or whatever he was like just a yeah understudy background character or whatever he kind of took Dragon's spot for the day because that was the day Dragon had COVID. And yeah, yeah that, that person, they unfortunately did forget their lines. And like, um, there was parts where he, him and a couple, it was also kind of messing with the other actors on stage too. So I kind of like, I, I, I remembered most of the script. So I kind of like, kind of fed them lines again too. And kind of like just made stuff up on the fly to get it to go yeah. through. And like the director noticed that and really liked it so like i mean it's something he usually like whenever we work pretty close with him too and it's something he usually might uh spring up every now and then yeah. too which is cool and crazy enough that is the same director who owns the company that we're about to audition for yeah on the 22nd it's great great um we'll see him this week too 
not for an audition though yeah yeah just to go watch a show um yeah welcome to the sunday perspective podcast where little things can have the host going on tangents that's fantastic yes <laughs> but that's okay though all right uh no today today is about sage um so let's get back to that um yeah all right. right uh i think i just went yeah oh yeah okay i'll go what is your biggest goal for the year oh that's good I have two. One for streaming. Okay. I would like to reach um, another level. I, I, of course, I'd like to reach, you know, one one K is my goal, or and then build my YouTube channel like that. I want to reach a certain level with my Twitch and my YouTube. Of course, that's just a okay. goal, loose goal. Acting one. My goal is I want to book at least a film job between now and um the end of the year since okay. coming back restrictions are lowering my agent told me that you no know, the restrictions are a lot loose they're not requiring testing anymore and things like that so i'm getting the feeling it's coming back slowly um so i'm going to start getting more proactive with it and getting some new headshots done and be ready to go but yeah i would like to Get everything planned. Um, figuring out what to do with Alfred <laughs> while I go on <laughs> kind of start in those places, yep. back in place to where they were before the pandemic, and I'm ready to go when I'm ready to go. <laughs> but I want to get at least one yep. one job, job, and I feel like it's possible now. So you've got this. You've yeah, absolutely got I'm this. I'm ready to get that stuff together and go. You yeah, know? yeah, right. Um, Flango says, wait till you hear his ASMR. <laughs> oh my god. You, you gotta redeem that first. We you don't do it for free. <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't do that for free. Biggest mm. goal for me for the year is to get into that company that I'm auditioning for. Me too, yeah. Same here. So that is that is that is my biggest goal. I don't I don't I don't do like super big goals. I do like very tiny, teeny tiny yeah. goals. Usually. <gasps> Um, in terms of streaming, is reach 400 uh, by the end of the year. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. Finish 400, break 400, but oh god. Yeah. Um, so uh -huh. yeah, in regards to streaming, I actually want to point this out. I've been talking about it quite a bit, but I'll, I'll say it here for you, Sage. I actually hit one of my goals on Twitch this year, which was yeah. hit affiliate in February. I think it was. Yeah, February, I hit affiliate. Uh, as I was working towards it for a while and I finally hit it. So that's one goal. And then probably, uh, I think I'm at, okay. Yeah, I'd say get a hundred followers. Yeah. I'll yeah. make that a small short term goal for Twitch. I'm almost there. So put yeah. it there and also just get into that theater company and maybe get into other theater companies too. Cause there's other ones in this area. that will be nice to try. So definitely do more auditions and stuff like that. Stay more active in the theater community. All right. We are, we are coming to a close really fast. I am currently redeeming the ASMRs. That's why I'm talking like this. Uh, so, all right. Here's a here's here's an interesting one. If you could go back in time and talk to any part of yourself, where would you go and why? It's a good one. Be <laughs> part of my life. Yeah. To relive again or just be there to talk 
like say something to yourself say something to yourself i i would visit myself back in high school hmm. yeah because there were times you know everybody i'm sure everybody here has gone through some tough times in high school yeah. fitting in um bullying things like that yeah. where you're not good enough and you're being told by peers that you know that you're not good enough or, or you're trying to do something that you really really want to do and you just you feel very deflated and everything like that i, I want to go back to that time and push myself and say it's gonna get better keep your head up you're gonna be miles upon miles <laughs> away from all of this and to a much better part of your life and to keep yeah. yep. just be there to encourage yourself that's that's incredibly important I feel like definitely everybody goes through that and you know like the, the, the important bit here is to you know definitely uh, seeing the growth that you as a person go through and you know kind of looking back like hey look I I was there and and now I'm over here and and I'm definitely better for it. You know, this this was a journey for me and sometimes it sucked, but you know, it it, it got me where I am. I, I at least that's how I look at it. I'm like I try to uh, I I always have looked at things as like hey, but look at where I'm at now. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, look. Like to them, like look at you now. Yeah, yeah, literally. Here, look at look at what you're doing now. You uh, now, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Wolf, hello, ooh, welcome ooh, in. Here. Uh, been, been lurking and loving this podcast. Thank you, nice. Wolf. Thank you for the lurks. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, Wolf is actually going to be coming onto the podcast soon. Um, first week of june for pride month so that's right yeah look for that in june that's gonna be a fun episode yeah um all right um my last question oh we got one coming right here only thing to remember is with haters mind over matter you shouldn't mind because they don't matter yeah Ooh, that's yeah. true and and you know it's it's very important to have a very good support group because I will say this as as somebody you know first two years of high school um, I didn't have a good support group that that becomes really hard to 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 accept um, you know because you because when when you don't have somebody to ground you uh, to to be like hey um, like like a friends group in in that same space to be like hey look don't listen to what they're saying because they're just haters. They want to hate yeah. just to hate, um, you know. Without that, it becomes so much more difficult to to accept to be like, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe I'm better than what they're saying I am. You know, it's 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 easy to get in your own head, and I'm lucky now to have, frankly, um, my wonderful friends, and I and I and I will highlight him every time uh telly i will highlight telly every time because because like he's my he's my anchor he got he grounds me he's 
a really one one of my absolute best homies. And I will say that's right in front of you, man, because I love you, and you're awesome. I thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. It's it's your your support group, your the people that you surround yourself with make who you are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they make you. They're part of the reason why you become who you are in the moment that you are. Uh, so yeah, that is, um, Kelly, you wanna, uh, did you just ask, was it you that just asked the question or was it? No, I think it was you. Me? All right. All right. Final question. And then this is, this is one right here I have that we always ask, um, what is a hidden talent or hobby that you can share with us? Hidden talent? Um, well, it's not exactly hidden, but I do aerial dance. But if you're talking about hidden, I can turn my arm backwards. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, 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 nice. Oh, you used to look when I would play. We did like a cave thing, a cave haunting thing, and I would always play Samara. So I'd climb out of the well, like all distorted. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Oh man, that's cool. that was that's really I like scaring people crawling out of the TV. Oh. And I have- <laughs> <laughs> just like with the arms out. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. The flanco says, My eyes. Also, thank you for uh, contributing 4,000 total points to the Urdu learning stream it's it's basically so sage it's basically a um bilingual like i i because i'm bilingual uh, my my first language is urdu um and I, I basically teach my language to everybody anybody who comes in and okay. we do that so that's so that's what that's about um all right final question telly before uh, my final question before we do the final final question Mm. Um, don't thank me thank my strawberry smoothie sage as Samara <laughs> interesting uh, yeah um, alright uh, let me see what my last question will be okay here we go what steps do you take to ensure a safe space for your community oh that's a good one do I take um well I think a good example was when I played this last game <laughs> was Martha is dead is a very 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 oh yeah story. That. Um, there were like four different warnings before even playing the game yeah um and I took a, a long time to you know wait for people to come in yeah. and warned them at any state if it was something that triggered them or subject matter that's very sensitive to them like yeah. it was hey you know you don't have to watch you can leave at any moment you can turn off the sound you can look away go do something happy go yeah. do something that brings you joy yeah. it's very important that everybody feels safe in my community and I always um, welcome anyone to reach out and to um, talk to me um, I'm very huge on mental health um, 
health needs to be more accept it needs to be accepted more widely yep. because we're still it's still a stigma unfortunately yeah um and it needs to be we need to be more we need to do better as a society yeah, to I be so, yeah yeah um so it's i'm very big on that um i'm very big on and another thing i loved about that game is that it gave you know a link to find help if you are struggling and i'm like more games need to do that um i'm a big big supporter of mental health and i want anyone to reach out to me if they're ever um troubled in need talk to um my discord dm my whispers are always open to anybody um i go out of my way to get people to reach out and to talk because it's important you know to feel listened to i just want them to feel safe and try to protect you know against bullying and Everything like that. Like I don't tolerate any of that stuff. Yep. It's it's very admirable, Sage. Seriously, that's so yeah, cool. For sure. Um, you know, I I find myself, you know, smiling because you know some of the, some of these things that you know I've learned to do as well as like the constant mental uh, health check-ins. Like like we were playing uh, a game, uh, a SWAT game, which was rather graphic and i literally stop stop like every 15 minutes to be like hey are you guys okay to watch oh yeah we can switch games we can literally play anything else are y'all okay because because for me um you know i i don't i don't stream so much just to play a game but more to just hang out yeah and and chit chat and and see how how my friends my community are do, uh, are doing you know like to 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 see if they're doing good if they're you know if they need somebody to talk to you know even even if even if it's literally you know sometimes i'm like i i literally just throw on some lo-fi music even if i don't feel like streaming i'll just throw on some lo-fi music um throw on like a screen of like of like like a like a hey you are valid like little affirmation screens like i almost want to make that and then just it's just music and you're just hanging out you know that kind of thing uh just we're we're existing in this space together so so that's something i've considered as well um to 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 do that because sometimes that's all you need you don't you don't need a high intensity game or even just to talk to anybody you just need to exist with someone you need yeah. you need the company more than you need the conversation for sure yeah um i remember actually getting a little shook when we were all playing ready or not yeah yeah and and at that point it was important for us to stop it was important for us to to stop and reset because i picked up on that and i was worried i'm not going to lie ninja thorn i was really worried um about about you about ooh, how you were feeling in that moment it wasn't i i could i could have cared less about the game at that moment mm-hmm. but you know i i'm just glad that you know you 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 do you did share it with us and and you feel comfortable enough to even begin to share that space with us and it, and it does and it does mean a lot to me seriously that you know which is why I try to 
you know, you guys mean a lot to me, which is why, you know, we, we try to do these pauses, these um, check-ins to see, hey, are you okay? Because uh, games are not worth it if it's affecting you, if it's affecting you personally. So, so we, can, we can put the game on the back burner and just hang out, literally just hang out and decompress. <laughs> I just had to take a take a step back for a second. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, which is very important. Sometimes, like even that doesn't work. Sometimes you really do need to just take a break. You're just like, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Um, none of this is working for me. I just need to step out for a minute, which is perfectly valid. Um, yeah. All right. Like, uh... I remember one thing we did for some certain episodes of the podcast, we put like a content warning or trigger warning in the title, which was good. Like yeah. when we talked about um, the uh, mental health episode, I think actually, yeah, uh, that one, I think I remember we put it there because I know we shared each of the hosts, all of us shared uh, stories of uh, times where we had issues, like where we had some issues in our life and like um, dealing with our mental health and things like that. So it got we heavy. Had, that episode got heavy, yeah, and then maybe the one about kindness too, because uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the last episode, overcoming adversity, that yeah, got that one too, yeah. so heavy. We had to put a trigger warning. Get heavy, we, had yeah. a, we had to put a content warning because of what we talked about, which you know we won't talk about here because we're yeah. we're not putting a content warning on this. Uh, so yeah, this is more. So yeah. I won't get too deep into that. Um, to a point where we actually need to put a content warning. No, we won't need to do that uh, yet. Uh, uh, oh my god, Flango. Really? <laughs> Trigger warning, Flango shows his face. That's the scariest thing ever. I would run out of the room. <laughs> no. No, I won't. Had to oh, lighten yeah. the mood just a tad. No, we we definitely appreciate that. Um, yeah, we appreciate that. It's, That's good. It's good to do that. Because... Because the nature of the podcast brings out very real, very raw emotions. So so it's important to definitely have the lighter mood. What? Yeah. What, Telly? I don't know. I think it's something funny. <laughs> okay. Lego, but... if you're listening, come into the Discord and laugh for me. You know what I'm talking about, Dragon? Oh. <laughs> just this one little laugh like Flango does. It's just very funny. Like this funny kind of laugh. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> I miss the internet. <laughs> oh my god. I need to, I need to like, I need to put, I need to put that on my soundboard. I need to just like put yeah, that laugh put that on the soundboard. That's the perfect thing. <laughs> Oh, he said he's gonna do it. Oh my God! <laughs> maybe, maybe after the podcast, eh? Um, oh, he's here. He's here. Oh my. <laughs> okay, I guess this Dragon is. Man, Dragon Man. All right, I guess this is happening. We'll do it quickly. <laughs> Hi. Are you in here? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, we, so, so do do the thing, and then we'll ask our last question, and then we'll be out of here. All right, all right, I'll do it now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was gonna be chaos. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> See what it caused. <laughs> oh my god. 
God. Oh, I'm broken. Oh my God. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God, Flango. <laughs> okay. Whew. Give us a minute. <laughs> Give us a minute. <laughs> I was just on something that's making me laugh more. Oh my god. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Sage. We won't take up too much of your time here. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any questions for us? Yeah. What was your most challenging role? It's a good one. My most okay. challenging. I have one. I have, I know mine. You know yours? Okay. Yes. I'll answer mine first. My most challenging role. <laughs> oh my god! I know I keep beating a dead horse, but like it was also as you like it. <laughs> Big Spoiler alert! My answer is not. So, do yours first. The reason why, okay, it was a shorter script. It wasn't as long, but because I've done longer scripts and they weren't as hard. But check this out. Shakespearean language, fighting, literally stage combat. That's right. There was a fight scene. Yeah. And then on top of that, being the musical director playing flute and piano so that was probably the most difficult show I've done so far um, just with everything going on yeah um, alright so your turn <laughs> alright yeah that's a good answer um, yeah I mean well, my answer is different, but I gotta say I can agree with that to an extent because yeah, like that was my first show too, and like and like learning Shakespeare as your first show could definitely be a challenge. Oh um, yeah. So, I did take a lot of times. I talked about this a couple times before on Twitch. Like, um, there's a couple times last year where I did take a few breaks on here to just really just do things like this, like prepare for shows. Because I remember one night it was my day to stream, and I was considering it, and I was like, nah, you know what? I'm not gonna stream. I'm gonna rehearse. And I'm glad I did that because I actually got my monologue down for my Shakespeare part. So nice. I'm happy I took those days to not stream and work on this. So it's probably gonna be days like this again oh, when yeah. I uh, when we start rehearsals for our next Shakespeare show, and maybe if we get that show that we're gonna audition for, there's definitely gonna be days where I take longer breaks yeah. from streaming and things like that. But it's, it's coming, y'all. It's coming. Right. Just letting you just letting you know there's gonna be breaks in my streaming schedule because I'm trying here, to yeah. learn lines. It's um, gonna be a lot probably. So yeah, let's so. give you guys a heads up right now. But yeah, my uh most challenging role I'd say my I mean that's a good answer but my second show I've done where we did the monologues that the um, short play festival so for that one it was a Marvel themed play where it was me Punky and two other actors we played the Marvel phases and what we would do is um, we would go up on stage do these um, monologues in characters as of like Marvel characters like for me I was um, Thor or Loki one of the two like someone in that embedded in that universe basically and what they do is it's how they talk about how they cope with life during covid basically and it's a very very good poem a very very good uh play it was i'd say it's a challenge for me because it's i haven't done anything like a monologue like that where i talk 
like in a big crowd like that and like at this very start this is the play that we first um, auditioned for and with that one my lines were actually a lot shorter yeah. um but then eventually someday during the summer when we were going to put this pick the show up after covid um the writer he actually wrote more to the play yeah i mean it, at first it seemed like it was a lot but i understand why he did it he basically did it just to get more depth and really just more depth and character to the story really just make it longer like make more sense i'm glad he did because the final version is a lot better than the original version i'll say that it's perfect i mean it sounded like a lot to do at first like because my monologue was very short at the start but now it's like two pages like long it was pretty big yeah um so basically learning that took some time i mean i just i studied that like crazy like i remember just sitting outside waiting for an uber outside on the bench outside of a chipotle just basically just doing my monologue to myself like i was trying to get it done and then like um another reason why it was challenging because like i had two i had one monologue at start i had my monologue i had that down perfectly but unfortunately here's a setback right here there's an actor who was in the show um they just wasn't working out for them they were they were not dedicated they were always missing practices they were just kind of disrespectful not a good person so we kicked them out um and i had to learn their lines so I, I had to learn a whole nother monologue, so that was kind of hard. So what I did with that is our theater company, we do inclusive theater. They, If you have struggle with lines, sometimes they give you like a little piece to help you. So what I did was my character, I pretended to pull out an envelope and inside the envelope was the script of the one I didn't memorize. So what I would do is I would, well, I kind of knew some of it, but what I would do is I would have it with me and read it like I'm reading a letter if I needed to, which was nice. So yeah. Having to learn those monologues um, was hard for me, and especially having to learn a new one within a week. Yeah, that was kind of hard for me because, like, it was it was going to be very short at the start, but just it happened to be that like there was more added to it, which which in looking back isn't really a bad thing. I think he's, it's good he did that, but the fact that I had to like eventually like learn a whole nother part was kind of hard for me too. So the whole character phase two was kind of a tough one, but like still fun to do. I by the end of it, I knew it all basically, but like. It, it was definitely a challenge having to just learn a new role on, on kind of like a week before because yeah. like yeah this the, the thing with this person just wasn't working out and it was originally my part to begin with but then like we actually got this person from the auditions and it was kind of to make my life easier a little bit too to like have someone else read the next like part of that phase so yeah. unfortunately it didn't work out for that person and i had to read their lines too so it worked out at the end but, but it, if it was a challenge it. or something to do but yeah did it that's, that's the important bit you did it yeah. You no. Know, is uh, yeah, it was hard, but you did it. That's right, we did. It was good. I'm glad I did that. And I was also directing it too, and so were you. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole other thing, yeah. Yeah. That was it, it's still wild to me um being uh, like like being in a show and then as well as directing three plays in the same show. Like that's yeah. I'm like I'm like how, what 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 did i what contract did i decide to sign what what like do i did i have a death wish to direct three (laughs) plays and as well as act in one in the same thing but yeah yeah all right well um any other questions you want to ask of us uh chat as well if you guys have any uh, parting questions for us uh we will take them and then we will be off Yes, but I will say though this while we're waiting, Sage, you've been a fantastic guest. Oh yeah, for sure. Thank you, seriously. Thank you for yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for hanging out. It was fun. Um, yeah, it was really good. 
It's very exciting. Um, we will we will put this episode up um, on Tuesday on YouTube, so okay. it'll, it'll, it'll go live everywhere there. Question for Sage. Okay, what is the question for Sage Flango? Yeah, yes, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so chat, if you have any questions for us, just let us know to any of us, us for us or Sage, anyone. Yep. waiting on that question yep and then we will be off after this yeah. um but no that was fun um but definitely check out the other episodes y'all we have like four seasons worth of episode oh yeah okay chicken t- <laughs> oh my god that actually is one of my questions almost in a way my one of my other questions i didn't even get to was well the one question i didn't get to was what is your favorite food so that kind of kind of coincide with that too <laughs> all right I'll take chicken tacos all day. Um, chicken tacos all day. Beef tacos for me. Chicken for me. Chicken. Yeah. chicken oh, tacos. I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, chicken tacos are good, though. I sometimes get those myself. They're really good. Chicken so tacos I, I, I are can... the bomb.com, especially hard I'll, I'll go with chicken that, then. tacos. Yeah. Hard shell chicken tacos are the bomb.com. You can't change oh, my Don't think I've had hard, that. Hard I, I usually go for... Thanks, soft shell. I, I go with soft shell, but... Hard shell with that could actually be good. Soft shell, y'all. We can't be friends. No, just kidding. <laughs> you see this, Kirk? We're talking about food here. <laughs> okay. There. Oh, this should go. be something. Yeah, that's, next time we see Kirk, ask him if he wants tacos. <laughs> hard, like a hard shell, like you bite onto it and like it crumbles. So yeah. I just like. Yeah. So you need to keep everything in. That's true. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, we we are just about out of time here. Yeah, we're we're almost uh, we're damn near um, two hours here, so let's. Uh, oh yeah, I think that's about a good point <laughs> yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, guys. Um, we don't raid on podcast nights. Uh, just to have a more, uh, for Spotify, just to have a more, um, I guess, smooth close. Uh, we we don't raid tonight, but yeah, guys. Um, we will see you. We'll we'll be seeing you guys tomorrow. It was fun hanging out with everybody, all the new friends, um, that came in and absolutely destroyed me with bets. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Appreciate my lurkers. Um, that was fun. But yes, guys, we'll probably see you tomorrow. Not sure what I'm gonna play yet, but I'll yeah, guys. Once again, uh, I've had with me as a guest, we've had Sage. We've had Telly. Good night, everyone. And I've been Dragonfire. But yes, guys, everybody be safe. He's in hosts. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody be safe. Take care. And we, we will see you, see you next time. Next time. Good night, everyone. <laughs>